<laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> my whole setup just got fucked. <laughs> my um microphone fell over. Oh, Hi, no. Cedric. Hi, it Annie. Made me start recording. Hey, Cedric. <laughs> What's our social media? <laughs> um, this is our intro. This first? <laughs> yeah, because okay. we always forget. Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MouseWatchPod, and our email address is mousewatch.thepodcast at gmail.com. Psst. Hey, Cedric. Yeah. Do you ever check the email? I do, yeah. I have it on my phone so that I get the emails to us. We don't ever get any. Okay, good. (laughs) Because I definitely haven't checked it since the night I created it. (laughs) Yeah, I check it. God bless. (laughs) Thanks for letting me know our uh, social media, Cedric. Yeah, what no should problem. people do if they want to reach out? Then should they be scared and intimidated by us? Absolutely not. We're people too. In fact, we are. We're just. We're just ordinary people. I did not mean to turn into John Legend right there. <laughs> <laughs> if John Legend uh. was from Brooklyn, I guess. I love it. I love it. We really are, though. So yeah, definitely reach out to us on social media. I won't check it. But if you leave a message for me, Cedric will let me know you yeah, said hi. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let her know. And say hi, because we, we want to know if you're actually listening. Yeah, if you are listening to this straight up, just right now, message us on Instagram and say hi. Just say hi. I won't even... If you don't want, well, I guess there's no way of indicating that. I was going to say, if you don't want me to, I won't even message back, like, if that's too, but, like, just message hi, I guess. Just do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do, I triple dog dare you, now you gotta. Oh, now they definitely have to. Oof. (laughs) So, Cedric, what did we watch this week? Um, we watched Brave. Yes, we did. Now, I love Brave. I saw it for the first time in theaters in 2012. But correct me if I'm wrong, this was your first time watching it. It was indeed my first time watching it. Ooh, okay. (laughs) That makes me happy. I love when we find new things for you. So Brave is rated PG. It is an hour and 34 minutes. And do you want to take a guess on what the critics gave it? Um, the critics gave it a 83. 78. So pretty close. You're okay. getting better at these. Yeah. Yeah. Fans? 92. 75. Oh. Now, you got to keep in mind that um, even though this is a Pixar movie, this was advertised as a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people went into this expecting like singing animals and like the Disney princess who falls in love and stuff like that. So um, it d- quick overview. Is this anything like other Disney princesses? Um, I think um, I, so it's different in a f- few senses the first thing that i noticed that was a lot different than other like disney princess films is that there's not they don't sing yep no singing there is a bop and soundtrack but no actual singing from our titular characters Mm -hmm. um and i think it's getting closer to um like i think this probably was a movie that was like a turning point for um disney princesses because i'm i'm noticing this was before frozen right this was right like the year before, before Frozen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the direction that Disney princesses are going now. But I feel like, I mean, aside from like Mulan, I feel like this is kind of an outlier in its time. Now, I am a huge Disney and animation buff. So I will tell you, you are 100% correct. So um, even though this is a Pixar movie, this is also a Disney movie. And this is the first CGI Disney princess. So, like you said, this is before Frozen. So, the princess before this was Tiana. Mm-hmm. She was our last 2D princess. I See, I'm not, I wasn't even thinking in terms of animation. I was just thinking about, like, subject matter. But, yeah. 
Okay, I'm saying this, and I'm thinking I might have told you wrong right off the bat. Um, um, I'm looking it up right now. Tangled. Nope. Yep. Tangled was the first CGI Disney princess. Oh, that was 2010. Right. Okay. Did you know she's my favorite princess? That's like my favorite Disney princess movie, Tangled. Tangled? Yes. I did not know that, but it doesn't surprise me. Oh, all-time favorite. But but it works in with this. Um, mm-hmm. So, Tangled, Brave, Frozen, and How to Train Your Dragon all, all actually came out within like four years of each other. Um, now, you will notice I said How to Train Your Dragon. That is a DreamWorks movie. But you those don't have are to do like, this. <laughs> those are like <laughs> right when we made the shift to CGI. Yeah. So this was completely different for the people who grew up with the uh-huh. 2D animation. Um, you know, this was super different. And there was a pushback. There was people like, oh, but we're losing out on the craft of hand-drawn animation. And it's like, bitch, what do you think CGI is? Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't just com- like program a computer and have it done. Like, no, there's still artists involved. Mm-hmm. Um but then there were people who fully embraced it and um, really went hard on extremely fanatic, you know, this is the direction we should be going. So this was part of that shift. But it also explains why it's only a 75 by fans who are used to the previous Disney princess formula and format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought you were going to use that as an entrance into the fan fiction corner already. <laughs> 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 well, since you brought it up, <laughs> um, like I said, this one is associated with the three other CGI movies of that era, uh-huh. Frozen, Tangled, and How to Train Your Dragon. So there's about a thousand works for this one in fan fiction. And the top ones are Merida and Hiccup. You know, Hiccup, the main kid from How to Train Your Dragon. It's just because they're both Scottish, right? (sighs) So Stoic, who is Hiccup's father, has a Scottish accent. Are they not Scottish in How to Train Your Dragon? Wait. (laughs) No, they're Vikings. They're Norse. (laughs) You're right. You're right. I'm a dummy. But he does have a Scottish accent. Yeah, no, he super has a Scottish accent. So that's actually how most of the fan fiction ties it in. I have read some Hiccup and Merida. And it's like, oh, you know, he used to be part of the clans. And he, you know, his family tree split long ago. And he's coming Mm -hmm. back and presenting his wimpy son along with the suitors. And they're kind of cute. I'll give them that. But... Again, it misses the whole point of the movie, which is Merida doesn't need a man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this film opens with baby Merida, um, who is our princess, getting a bow and arrow for her birthday. And watching this scene, I was like, holy shit, that's Cedric when we first met. (laughs) What do you mean? Okay, so you had like a round little baby face and you have bright orange hair. And at that point, um, it was decently curly. Um, was it? At least a little frizzy from band camp when we all were like a hot probably. sweaty mess. Yeah, probably. The nostalgia was overwhelming. I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get attacked by a bear. Yay! So did I, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to share more about that? Um, the bear was high school. Oh. It's a a metaphor. It's a metaphor. I see. What's a metaphor? Bears. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Good. Um... So we only get a brief moment with little baby Merida, and then we are moved into adult Merida, and she's walking us through her daily schedule with how much she hates her mom, um, because her mom wakes her up and makes her go to school and teaches her things, and she's like, ugh, me mom. (laughs) Made me mom's car. (laughs) Broom, broom. Get out my car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us your best um 
what is the quote? Um, Scottish? No, no, the exact oh. quote, though. If you had a chance. If you had the chance to change your fate, would you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> I also, um, I don't remember. Is it, was it you that always made a huge deal about this line? But the where she's like, ma, it's just me, boo. <laughs> Definitely was not me, although I was really obsessed with one um, Scottish line from a Disney film. Do you know which one I'm referring to? No, I don't. What's my favorite Disney film of all time? Tangled. No. No. Of all time. Of of all time? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even know that I know this. It's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, my God. Yes. Um... Uh huh. Treasure Planet. I kept thinking National Treasure. <laughs> that was not right. It is a national treasure. Uh, Treasure Planet. Where he yells back at Silver, try oh, to find it yes. without my map by Thunder. I do remember that. Yep. There was one there was one summer when I came over like I was probably over at your house like several times a week and we watched that film probably once a week. Yeah, so I go into ruts where I discovered a comfort movie, and I watched mm-hmm. obsessively. The first time That's I fair. ever did it was Peter Pan when I was, like, five. Um, mm-hmm. But noteworthy yeah. ones are How to Train Your Dragon, Lilo and Stitch, uh, Treasure Planet, Tangled, and most recently it's a documentary on Disney Plus about whales. <laughs> That's that's very on brand. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, adult Merida hates her life and being expected to perform um, feminine activities. And then she's told she's actually going to get married. And she's like, heck no. And so her mom tells her the story about four siblings and how the oldest one decided to be selfish and it ruined everyone else and kind of was like a hint, hint, this is you, bish, act up, dare you. Um, and, and Merida still said no. And then men from the other clans are presented. So these uh, three different families show up to the kingdom and present their firstborn sons uh, to attempt to win her hand. So I have a game here, Cedric. Yeah. And it's called, which one would you choose? Oh, I already have an answer. Oh, good. This is funny because I was going to have a game based on this too, and I forgot to, I didn't make it. Good, okay. My game was going to be you trying to guess which, because when they introduced the the different firstborns, they gave a little bit about them. And the game that I was going to give you was trying to guess which one went with which. Yes, okay, so I did write down in my notes um kind oh, of things good. that go okay. with them. So. Uh, yeah, go through them and then I'll tell you my choice. Okay. Um, the Macintosh clan. So these are the men that never wear shirts. They're all kind of mm-hmm. scrawny. They're like Dorito form. Um, broad shoulders, but itty bitty waist. And they um, have a lot of blue body paint. And the son from this clan is, I have done blue, shirtless, a show off, and a dude bro. He also, so the big thing is that they have to do an archery com, uh, com, com, comp, competition competition (laughs) for her hand. And he, um, gets it within the target, but not right on bullseye. And he has this huge temper tantrum because of it. So this is the first bachelor. So the second one is McGuffin. So this is the big, blonde, buff dude. Um, I have written down himbo, blonde, broke a log. Because as his father is talking about all his accomplishments, this like shy giant boy is handed a log. And he just holds it in his hands and then just snaps it instantly. So very strong. Um, I have written down shy. And when he speaks, he only speaks in Gaelic, and they never actually translate it for the audience. Um, and he hits outside the target, but still on the overall, like, mound. And then lastly, we have the Dingles. 
It might be like McDingle or Dinglewell or something. I don't know for sure. Um, and when he is presented, his father's going on and on about his accomplishments. And there's a giant, tan, muscular, shirtless, stoic man. And even Merida is like, I'm, I'm interested. I'm watching. I am listening. Um, and he's talking about how his son, like, defeated all these adversaries and, like, uh, lifted a boat and stuff like that. And then he pulls his actual son out from behind the giant man. And it's actually this really wimpy looking blonde dude with buck teeth. And his whole uh, shtick is that he bites. He bites a lot. That is his main attack mode. And he actually hits the target in a bullseye and supposedly wins the competition for Merida's hand. Now, Cedric, which one would you choose? The blue Macintosh, the giant MacGuffin, or the semi-feral Dingle? Okay. I <laughs> that long pause is concerning. No, no, no. The pause is because I'm thinking about him. I my choice has not changed at all. I just got distracted thinking about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's McGuffin. Okay, one hundred percent. Like totally valid, right? I literally saw him. Like we locked eyes, and I wrote in my notes. I like MacGuffin. He's just such like a gentle teddy bear. He's so precious. Yeah. 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 He yeah. Is. And like even as a lesbian, I'm like, oh, that's the stellar choice. Um, and he even yeah. becomes who, who? Oh, go oh ahead. I was just gonna say he becomes relevant even at the end when they like decide, oh, you know, she gets to choose whoever she wants. Um, he even makes a remark in Gaelic. Um, I'm thinking this is what he says because that's how the others react to it. But something like, um, you know, we should have a chance to win her heart, not just the competition. And like, okay, okay, mm -hmm. shy boy, you know, has a tender side. I'm here for it. That's cute. Um. Okay, so now I want to know who you would choose because I think I know, but I want to know who you would choose. <sighs> Why you got to expose me like this? Do you want me to say who I think you would choose? Let's preface this with I'm a lesbian, so obviously I wouldn't take this serious. <laughs> I'm just... I also I also don't like men, to be clear. Fair, so. fair. Um, and I'm not, like, actually thinking, oh, this man would make a good partner for me and, like, being in charge of a kingdom. I'm just strictly going by entertainment value. And my own personal issues. Uh huh. I'd go for Macintosh. <laughs> I yeah. hate you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> yes. Um. So the dumb dude bro who obviously is a narcissist, um, full of himself, has a temper tantrum, attracts all the ladies. Like, okay, yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh, this is why it's a good thing I'm a lesbian. Because I would be the one to go for the <laughs> shitty boys. Yeah, true. Anyway, so they all have that competition for Merida. And she's like, mm, that's nice, but uh, I'm also a firstborn. So uh, step aside. And she takes her bow and arrow, and the whole time her mom is flipping Shit. And she just goes through and is like, footing, footing, foot. And the last one's even in slow motion as like her arrow goes and splits the other arrow in the bullseye. Like she clearly has these boys well beaten. And she's like, mm, sucks to suck, y'all. I guess no one's marrying me. Your mom loses her mind. And so does the rest of the clan. So they're like, no, we came here to marry a princess. Ah, rah, 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 rah. But you know. She's cool. And then she runs away because she made her mom mad. Uh, at this point, I want I want to know, of can course. you guess my least favorite character then? Like in the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Is it the mom? No, I love Eleanor. Your least favorite in the whole thing. I don't know. Angus. Angus. The horse? Oh my god. <laughs> How did you not know? <laughs> I should have known. I loved Angus. But you don't like horses, so He's but he's like a he's like a chunky horse. You don't even like chunky horses? He is a Clydesdale. Uh um, Yeah, a chunky horse. Um I appreciate that his breed typically does have a job. He sells he, beer. Not not he himself. Nope. Nope. I, I only do. like horses that have real human jobs. Um, you I, don't think that he has a job of carrying Merida around? Nope. That's just a personal preference. It's kind of a weird personal preference, but okay. <laughs> okay, if Merida came up to you and said, hey, can I have a piggyback ride? Would you tell her no? No. No. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so she runs away on him, and um, she meets a witch with a, be- a be- bear thing. You want to talk to us about this witch? She was very adamant that she was not a witch. She is just a simple um, a whittler. But then she's, like, sweeping the floor... And she walks away, and her broom keeps sweeping. <gasps> so she's a witch. She's a witch. She's a witch. She's definitely a witch. Yeah, she's a witch. And uh, then Merida um, really wants a spell to help her with her mother. And so she asks the witch, and the witch is like, I'm not a witch, but... Um, Th- thanks for asking and she's like no like obviously you're a witch i'm not stupid um and then she offers her this necklace in exchange for well she agrees to she says she's gonna buy everything in there mm-hmm. um and then also a spell um which i really thought that necklace was gonna come back and be something of significance and mm-hmm. i thought it was gonna be something like oh no you weren't supposed to sell that that's Great, great grandma's such and such. Right, because they made a big deal about her mom yeah. placing it around her neck earlier and her still mm-hmm. wearing it in the competition and now her handing it off. But yeah, no, none of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so th- she was like, okay, deal. And so she gets a spell and there was a little Little Mermaid scene. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, my, my roommate was watching with me, and literally she was like, oh, so this is The Little Mermaid. And I was like, well, no, but this, yeah, I can see where this is really similar right here. <laughs> um, the witch scene is also the scene where the Pixar truck, uh, pizza truck is in. Okay, I, yeah, d- where was it? I didn't see it. Um, It's in, like, one of the carvings of her place, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, so it's one of the carvings Um, that she was whittling, um, is the Pizza Planet truck. Oh, from, is that from Toy Story? Mm Mm-hmm. But it's in every single Pixar movie. Oh. So they had to, this is their first historical Pixar movie, so they had to find, like, an interesting way to include it, and they just threw it in there as a carving. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did not know that. I. Um. Oh, it's like the one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen Toy Story once, and it was probably like fifteen years ago. So <sighs> we're gonna have fun with those too. No, it's in every Pixar movie. So like Toy Story, Bugs Life, uh, yeah, Wall-E, but I don't think I would have noticed uh, Monsters if I wasn't Inc. For it. Mm, missing out. Missing out. So yeah, she gets the spell, and it's actually in the form of a cake. So she goes back home, and she's like, Hey, Mom, so sorry. Here, I made some cake. Do you still want me to get married now? And her mom takes a bite of cake, and... Dies. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Movie over. (laughs) I really thought it was going to happen, though, and I was like, oh, God. Um, No, she she turns into a bear. Yes. 
Yeah, did you see this coming? Because, yeah, you've never seen this before. Um, And they didn't really advertise that aspect of the plot. I knew that the little, I knew that the little brothers turned into bears. Yes, because they also ate the cake later. From seeing something or another. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's been a long time. So it's been almost 10 years since this movie came out. So, like, I'm, I'm bound to have seen spoilers at some point. But I don't think I knew that the mom turned into a bear. Yeah, that was something they kept, like, pretty well under wraps during mm-hmm. their advertising and stuff. But, yeah, she asked for a, cha- uh, a spell to change her mom and voila, changed her mom into a bear. And an interesting thing the witch told her is... I've done a similar spell for a prince. And Mm -hmm. at this point, the only prince we've really heard about is the prince who's betrayed his whole family Mm -hmm. and tried to seek all that power. And once she turns into a bear, the only other bear we've heard about is this evil one-eyed bear who's been tormenting the countryside for decades. And it turns out they're the same person. He asked for a spell to be stronger, and she gave him a spell, and it turned him into a bear. So I think the witch, like... Same bear, same bear. <laughs> no, mom is a different bear. No, but the, this, the prince and the bear are the same bear. Oh, yes. Yes? Yes. Um, same bear. But it got me thinking that, like, the witch is only good at bear spells, and she just, like, whenever anybody asks for something, she turns them into a bear and says, this was what you really asked for all along. I was just being crafty, when in reality, she only knows how to turn people into bears. (laughs) Am I wrong? (laughs) No. Like, I want to be the fairest in all of the land. Here, now you're a bear. Bear? You want to be the bearest. That's what you said, (laughs) Exactly. I want to be the bear witch. (laughs) Yep, at all. Oh my god, the ba- the the bear witch project. <laughs> I hate you. Why would you do that? <laughs> oh no. Um. So her mom turns into the bear, and but she's still like her mom inside, and freaks out, and puts on a crown, and doesn't want to be walking around naked, and um. So Merida freaks out, and she takes her back to the witch, but the witch is gone, and. They're in the woods alone, and they're given, like, this um, complicated riddle to solve about changing your fate, or else she's stuck that way forever if she doesn't change back by the next sunrise, and... Can we... Wait, can we talk about that riddle? Yeah. That riddle was extremely straightforward, to me, at least. Right, right! You want to tell us about it? So, I don't remember exactly what the riddle said, but it said something to the the effect of... Yes, mend the bond... Um, something like that. And I, okay, they thought of the tapestry, but obviously the bond is not the tapestry. The bond is between them, their bond of mother and daughter, right? Right, right. So, um, during their previous fight when she's like, I don't want to get married, um, Merida takes a sword and splits a tapestry her mom was working on, which severs the mom in the image holding the daughter's hand, um. So that's what they decide they're going to fix to break the spell. But yeah, I, it's clearly the mom and daughter. Like, they have to forgive each other. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so she's a bear. They're at the witch's hut. The witch says, can't help you. You gotta solve this riddle. Um, or else it's going to be like this for permanent. And it starts to rain and there's sad music. And then there's even a thunderstorm that rolls in. And you know what, Cedric? What? This kind of reminded me of the scene in Twilight. Uh, what scene is that? So, there's a scene in Twilight where, um, the Cullens, so the Cullens are vampires, right? But they're living in, like, um, modern day, um, Forks, Washington. Hey, hey, what's a vampire again? <laughs> so, a vampire is someone who, um, drinks blood and they turn shiny in sunlight and they're very powerful. Oh, God. Oh, God, that sounds awful. Oh, and they also have, like, the worst fashion taste. They, like, make movies about these people? And books. And spinoffs. That's... I don't like that. (laughs) Spinoff? Wait, spinoffs? Yeah, the uh, short second life of Brie Tanner. Wait, did you never read that? No. Oh, it's, like, a really short book about the vampire that they try to save during the first, like, mini-war. 
I have the book. I'll let you borrow it sometime. <laughs> okay. I thought maybe you were talking about Fifty Shades of Grey for a second there. What's Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh. Oh, it's you'll find out about it when you're older. Oh, okay. But yeah, so these these vampires are incredibly powerful and their favorite thing to do is play baseball. Like that's all they like to do, but they can't. Oh, that sounds good and wholesome. No, they can't play baseball though. You want to know why? Oh no. Why? They're too strong, Cedric. Oh my god. Of course, they're too strong. They drink all that blood. Blood's got a lot of iron in right. it. Right. They're just like these big buff Cheeto puffs who can't play baseball. Because if yeah. they if they hit the ball with the bat, it sounds loud and people will know. Oh, small bat make big sound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what they do is they only play baseball during thunderstorms. So the loud thunder. Oh, that makes sense. Right, right. The thunder masks the sound of them playing baseball. Um, That's actually really smart of them to do. Right? So there's a whole scene in Twilight yeah. where there's a thunderstorm, which reminds me of Brave and during that thunderstorm, they of play course. baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I get it now. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um, they go to sleep during the thunderstorm, and in the morning, there's a fishing montage. Tell us about this. <laughs> um, she teaches her mom to go fishing. I don't know. It's <laughs> with like a fishing pole. No, well, she starts out with air with an arrow. She shoots a fish, um, which is a real thing in real life. But usually, I think they have like a net, not a net, no, not a net, a line on the arrow, right? right? So you can just like pull mm-hmm. it because that won't necessarily um, kill it. It'll still try to swim away, but you've got the arrow on a line, so you can reel it back. Oh, okay. Um, how does wait? How does an arrow piercing the fish not kill it? So fish are incredibly durable. Their whole body is basically muscle. So if you pierce just like the upper side of it, they'll like still wiggle along and be like, peace. Additionally, how do you know so much about fish? Cedric, I grew up in Petersburg. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, so, uh, so yeah, she starts out and she's like, let me show you how to shoot a fish with an arrow. And then mom gets a little greedy, and she wants more fish because she's a bear. How many calories need a lot do of bears need in a daily like feeding? Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. Okay, please, please How do. I would like to know. How many calories do bears need? Ha! <laughs> do you think this could you put on a list? Oh, I'm already on a list. I I guarantee. This is not the weirdest thing I've eaten or <laughs> looked up. <laughs> um, during spring and summer, bears eat around 5,000 calories a day. But in fall, they are trying to eat up to 20,000 calories a day. 5,000? I was like, oh, that's actually not like crazy. But 20,000. What time of year is this? Uh, this has to be like because it's definitely a black bear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Are black bears when are they out? I don't. I don't have any frame of reference for this. Hold on. I, I say it's definitely I black like- bears because both the bears in the movie have black fur. But um, now I'm looking. <laughs> um, okay. I thought black bears were typically smaller. Right. I think they're grizzlies. Are there grizzly bears in No, grizzly bears Scotland? are like specifically America's, right? So it says that so they what are big bears do, does Scotland have? Um European brown bear. Both brown bears okay. and polar bears once roamed free in these parts. Only polar bears remain and have been found in Britain so far and re- Recovered what? from the Incanantum Bampadum bone caves in Sutherland. The school was found in 1927 and thought to be of an animal that was washed into the cave 18,000 years ago. The school is held. You just said there are po- polar bears in Britain? Surely not. Surely not. 
That's fake. That's so okay. fake. There's so, no way. Cedric, listen. I'm drunk right now, and I'm trying to read you information from the internet. You cannot take any of this seriously. <laughs> Bears can still be found in Scotland, but only in captivity. Blair Dunfermline Safari Park has European brown bears. The Highland Wildlife Park has two male polar bears, while Edinburgh Zoo has eight... No. <laughs> has giant pandas and sun bears. Reintroducing brown bears has frequently been a subject of debate. So I think they're brown bears. Okay. Wait. Scotland has also been home to another unusual bear. Hercules was an 8 foot 8 inch grizzly bear found as a cub. Wait. It's only one bear. And he died in 2001. Aww. Aww. No. Not Hercules. No. Okay. Do you think... Do you think Hercules and um, Roger the kangaroo are hanging out up in up in animal heaven? Do you remember Roger the kangaroo yeah, no, we talked I, about doing rescuers? I remember rescuers? Roger the like super buff kangaroo. Um, yeah. Tell me more about this animal heaven, and I will make my decision. Okay, so. Um, Mufasa's there, obviously. No, Mufasa's still in Africa, living in the clouds. No, th- that is animal heaven. <gasps> the clouds in Africa. Okay. That's why the rains in Africa are blessed. <gasps> that makes sense. Go on. Hold on. I have to cough so bad. <coughs> I'm not going to edit that out. Please do. <laughs> I'm trying to wash it down to the mics, and it's just not. <laughs> okay. Um, Animal Heaven, um, Lil Sebastian is there. Yes, definitely. Um, Harambe, you know Dicks he runs the Dicks out for Harambe, you were gone too soon. <laughs> Dicks out for Harambe, you know um, that we're missing you. Oh, Coco and her kitten are there. Of course, of course. Steve Irwin is there. Steve Irwin is there. Who do you think runs the whole shindig? That makes sense. Yeah. He's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fishing montage. <laughs> there was the fishing montage. But then at the end of it, what happens to her mom? Um, Her mom turns into a real bear. Yeah, she goes like full feral and like even like her eyes go all black and she starts like stalking towards her like she's going to like attack her or something. Scary. So she's feral, and then she turns back to normal, but they're like, oh shit, you know, this is gonna become permanent if we don't fix it by tomorrow morning. Yeah. Up until this point, I had been like, heck yeah, bear mom, more right? cuddles, better cuddles, you know? Like a big Right, we already call bear mom, mom mama bear, cuddles. so. Yeah. Real but, bear, not um, as the same. Then. Real bear as a mom is not ideal. So uh, the will-o'-the-wisps guide them away, like, towards their fate, and they take them far, far away to the ruins of the Forgotten Kingdom from the story about the brother who went wild and then um, destroyed the kingdom. And they realize, they see, like, out of stone, four brothers next to each other, but the fourth one is split apart and, like, scraped up by bear claws. And that's when Merida puts it all together, like, oh, he, he is the prince. The the big, bad, moder uh, bear is the, the prince who tried to kill his family. And if I don't fix the split in mine, mom's going to be that way, too. So they go back to their kingdom to try to fix the tapestry but they have to figure out how to get back into the castle and at this point the three clans are still there with her father's kingdom and they're like full-on like food fighting in the great hall because you know they want to know who merida is gonna marry which one of their sons she's choosing and right now it looks pretty bad for all of them so they're full-on fighting and there's no way to get her mom up the stairs to the tapestry without going through them first um so then because mm-hmm. i really liked this part um uh, uh merida merida's like hey mom you need to fix this and mom's like sorry can't i'm a bear um 
And so Merida goes in and, oh, so like earlier in the movie, there are at the very beginning of the movie, they had one of the things that Merida's mom was trying to teach her was like how to be like the voice of reason, right? Mm -hmm. And like diplomacy. And so Merida goes in and um, kind of like takes control of the room and gets all of the guys together and is basically like, we need to let the young people decide. Well, so at first she is like really um, like tripping over her words and like isn't sure what to say. And then her mom, who has snuck in at this point, starts like kind of motioning to her like what to say um and her mom tells her to say like young people should choose who they love and we don't need to do this whole like pick a suitor thing anymore because people should just like it's find so who they cute love. and yeah it was and i really thought that that was the point where her mom would turn back into a, a human the mom was gonna yeah 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 because yeah. i thought that was it Not like, anti-clim- that like or it was that's it. too anticlimactic yeah, yeah yeah in my notes i yeah. have merida speech the real power is communication <laughs> so yeah it's such a cute scene because merida starts to own up to it she's like hey you know i'm the reason y'all are fighting you know, I've made some selfish decisions, but I want to make it right. And her mom's like, yeah, by breaking tradition, you know. And it's so cute. And then, yeah, they turn it over um, to the clans and the clans are like, what? No. And then their sons stop in and they're like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I actually found a translation of what MacGuffin is saying. <gasps> Good. What did he say? So it's not it's not Gaelic. Actually. What is it? Um. It is a dialect. It's the Doric dialect from northeast of Scotland. So it is English. Um, it's just a really thick accent. Okay. What did he say? So in this particular scene, um, he says, It's just not fair making us fight for the hand of a girl who doesn't want anything to do with it, you know? Oh, more points to him. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was voiced by uh, an actor named Kevin McKidd, who is a native Doric speaker. So, like, it's it's authentic. They didn't just, like, have him speak gibberish. Nice. So that is nice. really cool. Yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Speaking of voice actors, um, can we derail for just a second? Because I want to address something. Yes. Okay. So the voice actor who is Merida. Yeah. Her name is Kelly McDonald. Okay. Do you remember a little movie that I showed you in oh, I don't know, like 2013, 2012 called The Decoy Bride? <gasps> With David Tennant? Yes. <laughs> That's her. She's like the she's like the the like village girl that he ends up falling in love with. <gasps> no way. And like as soon as I heard her voice, I was transported to another time. Oh my gosh, that's wild. Uh, it makes me it makes me really want to watch that movie again. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. That was so good. Anyway, that's just a little th- thing that I noticed that I wanted to point out. Nice, nice. I thought you were going to point out Emma Thompson. Who? Emma Thompson? Her mom? The yeah. one from Sense and Sensibility and Love Actually and Beauty seen and the Beast. I haven't those films, but she is in Nanny McPhee. <laughs> yeah. She is also... I was going to say, Emma Thompson is <laughs> really well known. So, um, after she has the speech that uh, reunites them all and says, yeah, you know, we should be able to decide our own fates, her dad sees the bear and tries to kill her mom. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Which, I feel like if your daughter is yelling, hey, 
that's your wife. Like, maybe you should take a pause. Okay, but to be fair, he just went into his wife's room, and it was completely ransacked. Like, everything was broken, and the only thing from his wife there was her torn dress. Yeah. So, yeah, I would I would absolutely flip shit. I guess. Reason who? I'm killing this bear. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So they, they chase the bear down and lock Merida in a room and um, get it to, like, this mini Stonehenge they have in the woods. But luckily, Merida and her brothers break free and they take the tapestry. She's sewing it together on her horse uh, as she's galloping as fast as she can through the woods to stop them from killing her mom. And she gets it all sewn up. And then her mom fights Mordu, the bear, and then the bear dies. And then she throws the tapestry over her mom and they hug until she turns into a human. That's it. We have a little uh, kind of a mixture of Frozen and Beauty and the Beast moment yeah okay yeah the transformation and you know is loving someone enough oh we also do have a sweet moment where you kind of see what i assume is like the prince's spirit leaving the bear yes the bear that the mom killed (laughs) leaving more do yeah so like he's finally at rest after being a monster for so many decades that they've lost count of his life yeah did, okay, did the mom kill Mordu? Because really it was a big rock. It was one of the pillars fell on him. The mom noticed that the pillar was falling and tricked Mordu into being by the pillar as it fell. Um, yeah. So I think the intention is there, but the actual action is not. Yeah, that's fair. And I guess it's better that way because, like... Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Disney. Yes, this is a Disney film. Let's talk about that. This is a Disney film, so why was it so nasty? What do you mean? We saw more bear asses than I could count. We saw a lot of ass cracks. And we saw... Hey, was I tripping or did we see a little titty too? When? Um, When the bears... The little boys fully jump into their... Oh, Into yes. the cook's cleavage. Yeah, yeah. The boys straight up jump into... um. The boys are toddlers, her her triplet younger brothers, and someone steals the key to her room, um, and they get it back, but the key was down this lady's um, voluptuous bosom. Yeah. This... And we got a nosedive into it with the camera. This was a... This was back when, like, 3D was super popular for every movie, too. Can you imagine going and seeing this in 3D and you just, like, zoom oh into her tits? Oh, God. oh my god yeah so there was a decent amount of nudity in it but none of it was like sexual uh, nudity so like I feel like sometimes Disney toes the line by making like sexual innuendos whereas this was just straight up nudity and like you know this was yeah this was straight up hey Romeo get down like this there's a scene where there's just a horde of we see just a horde of grown men's naked butts so there's one point where the triplets lock their father and all the other men up on the roof and the only way that they get down is by tying all of their kilts together and if you know anything about kilts, uh, you know there's nothing worn under it. So it's just bare asses parading back into the castle. Yep. And they linger on it for just about two seconds too long. Yep. <laughs> so Cedric, this was your first time yes. seeing it. Out of ten, what would yes. you give this film? I would give this film a... Okay, so I I really liked this film. I'm not sure. So I have like staple Disney films that I watch constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have like Frozen Two, on a loop, Oof. like Coco, good, other films like that. This is not. I don't think this is going to be one of those for me. 
I don't know why, but I did really like it. I just don't think it's a watch over and over and over film. Fair. For me, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a 9.5. Okay, yeah, I'm giving it a 10. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Okay, good. Because yeah, I don't think our ranking system is like there can only be one 10 and there can only be like one yeah, 9. No. Like, no, like if it's a movie that is good and I liked and I, you know, thought worked, I'm going to give it a 10. Yeah. So, yeah. I I will say I am basing this all on one specific film that I think is the perfect Disney film. Um, we do. I I will not tell you what it is. High School yet. Musical. Uh, Newsies. No. I will tell you it's not High School Musical. No, I no. You can't guess it until you get it. The Ugly Dachshund. Because knowing me, you'll get it pretty quickly. Um, the Ugly but, Dachshund. Cedric, is it the Ugly Dachshund? Yeah. The Ugly The Ugly Dachshund trends. Tr- Let me go again. Hold on. Hold on. The Ugly Dachshund transcends. The one to ten rating scale. Yikes! But it's not the Ugly Dachshund. What, what's your favorite Disney movie then? You'll find out in due time. Is it Frozen Two? You'll find out in due time. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. So, any last thoughts on this movie then? I do have um some last minute thoughts, um that I didn't get to in my notes. And let me just read you a couple of them. Please do. Are bears really that big? Depends on the breed. That spit take was like a fireman's hose. Which spit take? All of them. They were all crazy. These are big men in this film. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, also, I want all future fight scenes to be underscored with bagpipes. Right! That is something I noticed. So anytime it became remotely like an action moment, there is loud bagpipes to go through it, which is fine. It like fits the film. But like there's one point where they bounce back and forth between the scenes of Merida and her mom trying to get out of the castle. So there's just like calm kind of, you know, like tense music, but not like action and then it goes to her dad and all the other hunters running through the castle and that's bagpipes and then back to her mom and just quiet then back to the bagpipes with the hunters and then back to the mom and then back to the bagpipes so intense was that are you saying that's a bad thing not necessarily just um very noticeable it's not like any other fight scene bagpipes are one of my favorite sounds in this world i'm so sorry Okay, that's all then. That's all that I had. Those are my final thoughts. Okay, I liked this one. This one was fun. Yeah, this is good. Well, if we've got nothing else, I just want to let you know that I love you, Cedric. Oh, I love you too. Okay, bye. Bye.